Welcome to Faith Through the Fire with your host, Tracy Waldridge. Uh, Stephen Drawball is on vacation on spring break, and Lauren Seeley is homesick with a baby. So, uh, miss you guys. I'm doing something a little different today for our podcast. I'm talking with my wife, Kim Waldridge, and we're just going to give a quick little talk about marriage and hopefully be able to help some people. Uh, I know when we talk about faith through the fire, you, you go through some fires in, in marriage, and we need to know how to navigate through, through that. So me and Kim will discuss some things, hopefully, to, that may help somebody out. So welcome, Kim, to Faith Hello. Through the Fire. Let's, let's first talk about, so me and Kim's been married, just give you a little background. Um, we're, we're by no means uh, expert marriage therapist or anything like that. We got married very young. What was we 19, right? We were 19 when we got married. We've been married 30 years just recently. March 27th. We were married 30 years. So, and she is still madly in love with me. <laughs> and I'm madly in love with her. So, all right, let's let's talk. Let's let's just talk about how you think we we did it. Not a lot of people get to 30 years. So, just some thoughts on on both of our perspectives. Uh, first of all, how did how did you put up with me for for thirty years? How did I put up with you for thirty years? Well, <laughs> I don't know if put up with you is the best way to to put that. You're very easy to love. I think if you go back to Galatians and the fruits of the spirit, we've been talking about that a lot with the girls. Just love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control, and all of those come into play with marriage you need to be loving kind faithful gentle have self-control patience and i think just using those alone a good start to get your marriage started off right and just continue in, in that and having god as the focal point in your marriage definitely is a must and i think honestly um throughout our whole marriage tracy has just been He's just probably the most easygoing, polite, gentle person. Well, thank you. Um, that I've probably ever met. Um, and well, sometimes I give him a hard much. way to go, but he's easy, easy to love. Well, thank you. But I, uh, what you said about the fruits of the spirit was was excellent. We went to a marriage seminar at Cedar Springs one time with Collies, Glenn. Yes. Glenn Colley and his wife. And one thing that Glenn said that I thought was really good was a lot of the scripture that we apply to our Christian life, we need to apply to our marriage. And, you know, I, I think what he meant was sometimes we think that we got different rules or something when it comes to marriage. So that's a good point. The fruits of the spirit, you know, how we're to be kind and patient and loving and peaceful and that it works well in marriage so i appreciate you for showing me all that all these years as well uh something that i think about i think something that that we did that was good early on when we were younger we went to the his needs her needs class which i recommend for anybody and i, I know a lot of the young folks that i uh, have done their wedding ceremonies for them i usually give them that book the his needs her needs book and it's really good 
it's a really good class. I think I'd recommend the class for anybody because it, it's more uh, intense, I guess, and and you, you get into more detail and you kind of hold each other accountable when you're going through the class. You know, I think a lot of times in marriage we think, well, I would like this, so I'm going to do this for for my wife or husband. Yes, I think it's just important to know each other's love language. Um, something that may be important to me or something I feel like that I would like done for me doesn't necessarily mean that that's something that Tracy would like or appreciate or love for me to do for him. Um, and we learned early on that we have different love languages, or I feel like, um, you know, we do. And so just to learn each other's love language is very important. Do you remember some of the examples of love languages? Um, affirmation, gifts. So, and, and when you say affirmation, it's it's letting, letting your husband or wife know that they're doing a good job or thanking them or showing gratitude or that kind of thing. What else was there? There was, there was gifts. I don't think either one of us was... No, that the gifts were not things. anything that, um, um, so words of affirmation, acts of, service, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, physical touch. There you go. And, you know, and, and I will, I'll add because Tracy and I did this very early on in our marriage. I'm thinking that possibly Lauren may have either been a young child, maybe, maybe, I'm not sure exactly, but she was young or maybe not even born. I may have been pregnant with her, but you know, we were 19 and 20, very, very young, early 20s. And I do want to add that I will be 50 in about two weeks. And I feel like those can change as well. Um, and I think it would be good to possibly do another class yeah. just throughout your marriage because things change, things happen. And your what might have been quality time at one time for me may be more you know, physical touch or vice versa, whichever one, you know, whichever love language that you, you know, you fit into. Yeah. Cause I, I can remember you when we were younger, you didn't care too much about getting flowers. No. In uh, fact, and, and I said not to get me flowers, <laughs> and, <laughs> but I'm but sorry now, I said that. <laughs> but I do, I do now. Well, I think at the I time cause, cause, when we were younger, money was always an issue as far as I didn't feel, I thought, oh, we just do not need to spend that money on flowers. And honestly, in many, it's been going on for many years, just when you're out and you go to your dad's land and you pick up some little flowers and bring them home, it means more to me than going and purchasing flowers. And so it just means a lot. And I do, I do appreciate flowers. But as far as going and spending a lot of money on those, it's just not something I ever thought was, you know, and I never have gifts just it's just not important to me right. um, so that's a good point you got to especially when you get married young i think one of the keys to staying together is you you got to be okay with each other changing <laughs> because you're grow, you're both you're, you're still growing in ways and hopefully you're growing closer to christ which makes it even better which i can see that um i can see a lot of changes in you from when, when we were younger, um, and you talked about the fruits of the Spirit, I can see a lot of those fruits of the Spirit have grown in, in you. And so that, that's, a, that's a good thing. But, but again, like you said, your love languages can change too. So you, 
I think it's good to communicate that if you can do the class over that's great but mm -hmm. talk to each other about what you know <laughs> what what you need from the other person and, and I think communication is is key too um, I do I have no trouble communicating Tracy will know immediately whatever emotion may be going on with me um, I don't tend to usually keep that hidden <laughs> although you may like for me to sometimes <laughs> um, but but I think that's good I think communication bit. is key because I think that some people get upset and they stop talking some people go the extreme other way and I think if you could just you know if you are upset can talk about it talk through it I think that that probably is best um, but not be too extreme either either way yeah I think that's something too you gotta you've got to for each of us I think it's important to to realize your weaknesses and and kind of how you grew up and what you're used to um, I grew up with you know mom and dad if they were upset they were not talking and and mom would would tell you that today uh, they just wouldn't talk and so for me that's kind of I, I guess that's the way I am I just kind of shut down to not talk which is not good um, and you might be on the other spectrum where you grew up with a family that when they got mad they were yelling and screaming and that's not good either so you just got to realize kind of your maybe your weak spots of what you learned and how to get out of that and just go back to scripture and how does scripture tell us to handle the situation that's what i was saying like i thought what glenn collie talked about was so good because you know we need to apply that to our marriage a lot of times we uh we apply apply that with everybody else but our family well and, and i think and sometimes i think a lot of times in marriages why that may be difficult is because you're my safe place you're the person that loves me unconditionally no matter what may be going on and I think I may take that for granted sometimes where I might show someone else more compassion or more thought if they if they upset me I, it might be easier for me to be you know turn that off you know turn it off but when you upset me it hurts a little deeper because I love you a, yeah. a little deeper and I no. think that that makes it you know hard and a challenge but I think if I stop and I think I'm supposed to love you like Christ loves us, like Christ loves others. I'm supposed to show you mercy and kindness, and and I try to do that, and I fail um, miserably. Well, but we all do. Uh, but that's that's where again that's where grace comes in. We're supposed to show each other grace, and, and I think if our mindset is, I always tell young couples, you know, real love, agape love, is not the not the uh, ooey gooey feeling you get when you're when you're on your first date. It's it's the uh, sacrifice that you make. It's the showing love and patience and kindness when you don't want to at a certain time or when the other person don't deserve it. Um, that's that's where the love comes in, and the feelings should get stronger if that's shown over and over again. You know, I think 1 Corinthians 13 would be an awesome place for, for a marriage uh, lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can put your name in there in place, I've said that before, if you can replace your name 
where it's talking about love. Yeah. Kim love is, is kind. Kim love is, is kind. Right, right. Does that sound right? Does it sound like it fits? Does it sound like it fits in fit in your marriage? Then then you're then you're doing good. One scripture that everybody probably knows, everybody goes to for marriage is Ephesians chapter five. Starting in verse twenty one, he starts um well, he's actually finishing <laughs> off there talking to the church, but it gets into the wives and husbands. It says, further submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So there's this thing about submission. We're, we're, we're all to submit to one another. That's in our, our church family. That's in our family at home. And, and people, uh, I think in today's society, don't want to submit. We want it all, you know, I don't want anybody to get one over on me. I don't want, you know, society's all about self 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 this is my right to do this this is and christ says no you're you're not your own and and real love is is me sacrificing for the for the other person they keep going in verse 22 ephesians 5 for wives this means submit to your husbands as to the lord for a husband is the head of his wife as christ is the head of the church he's the savior of his body the church as the church submits to christ so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. No one hates his own body, but feeds and cares for it, just as Christ cares for the church, and we are members of his body. As the scriptures say, a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. I think that's important lesson, um, especially when you're younger and get married. You know, you're, you're too, not that you don't have anything to do with your father and mother anymore, or get advice or, or whatever, but you're you're one and you're on your own. You're, you know, you're joined to your wife now or your husband. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again, I say each man must love his wife as he loves himself and the wife must respect her husband. So verse 32, I think is a big one. This is a great mystery, but it's an illustration of the way Christ and church are one. Our, everything we do in life is about giving glory to God. The same thing with our marriage. So I think when people, I think there's a lot of divorce. I think there's a lot of misconception about the purpose of marriage. Purpose of marriage is not to fulfill your every dream and make you, the purpose is not to make you happy. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be happy. I'm not saying that. Because you should. If we're following God's word, we will be. We will have, we're going to have bad times, but we're going to have a lot of joy. But that's not the purpose of our marriage. Well, I think it's just happiness in all circumstances because things are going to happen. And if you have true joy, you're not going to let it kill yeah, your marriage. Right. Or destroy your marriage. Right. But, you know, it's like with anything in your life. If it's a career, if it's your in any relationship you have, anything you do, Scripture tells us we're to do it for the glory, glory of, God. of God. Same thing with our marriage. Our marriage should be 
just one more way we bring people to Jesus. They should look at our marriage and it should be, they should say, man, there's something different there. What, what's going on? Um, why do you, you know, how can you be happy when this situation around you is going on? Or, you know, and it's just another route to show them the relationship between Christ and his, and his church. So I, I think when we realize that's our purpose, we can, get, we can get through anything. Because what happens is people think the main purpose of marriage is just happiness. And so when I'm not happy, we're done, right? <laughs> I'm, or I fell out of love. Well, no, you didn't. You, you stopped loving that person. Any other thoughts on, on marriage? Well, I think it's important to have fun and laugh a little. It can't be all serious sure. all the time, too. I think you know. Well, no, yeah. uh, you've got to you've got to allow time for one another. You know, you've got in a marriage. Sometimes it seems like other people are getting more of your time or affection or thought. And I know it doesn't mean to seem that way sometimes, but sometimes it just does. And, and sometimes it is that way. I know, you know, right now, Tracy and I, um, as some of you know, are raising my cousin's children. And they get a lot of my time and a lot of my energy. And I'm very exhausted at the end of my day. But I still have to make time for my spouse. And I still need to make the effort for my spouse. And um, I think that's just very important Point. to make uh, to make sure you have time yep. with each other. And um. You know, uh, I'm guilty of that. And, and I think... Well, that's you, my love language, quality time. Quality time. And I, you can even get wrapped up in good things. Yeah, really good things. Uh, Wonderful Church things. work, <laughs> you know, for, for me, that's has been my um, problem sometimes. It's not a problem. Uh, <laughs> it's not a problem Well, it all. can be. It, it can be if you, you know, it, you, you've got to, I think you've got to schedule... You know, it don't sound, I guess, very romantic, but uh, you need to schedule fun time and and uh, activity time and, and and all that good stuff. Or or it don't happen a lot of times because you you get around on myself. Well, I, you get I have a hard life time and it's busy no and, and you know I can get too much going. That's right. So I guess one thing I would tell the guys out there: tell other people no from time to time. Well, same no, thing for the women. This. I, gotta, I, I, I gotta, get involved in, you know, helping and doing things, and and sometimes I just need to stop. And um, one thing I do know about Tracy mm-hmm. is <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Is that, and this is a true statement. He is my hero, but I need to tell him that more often because I think that he needs to hear that. I think he likes hey, to hear that. No, I'm <laughs> well, and you are. Um, You've told me that. I know. I appreciate it. (laughs) But I think that that is something that, you know, you are. I I think the world of you, and I think you're an amazing man. Well, I I feel the same way about you. Not that you're an amazing amazing man. man. Okay. (laughs) Woman. (laughs) And (laughs) I think I have, you have, again, I've said it before, you have taught me through your actions to be more Christ-like, to have more compassion. Been one of my big problems in life is not being more compassionate to people who are struggling. I kind of grew up thinking 
you need to get yourself together what's wrong with you and and sometimes it takes outside help for for folks and i gotta realize that i need outside help sometimes so you you taught me uh compassion and grace and that's a that's two of the biggies <laughs> that we need to have in our life oh, thank you um appreciate you thank you <laughs> all right so now that we're made everybody sick with all of our <laughs> mushy stuff anyway any any i guess maybe before we close any thoughts for someone who is struggling maybe there's somebody out there listening that uh is going through a rough spot any suggestions well first i would say you're not alone because i think that's that's hard. A lot of times when you're going through a situation in your marriage, whether it be a situation that's directly dealing with you and your spouse or a situation that's going on with your family, but it tends to spill into your marriage, um, that you got to realize you're not alone in this and you don't have to be alone. You have God. You also have many others that are willing to help you and talk um, with you about things. Um, I'd be one of them that would be glad to sit down and and talk with you and help you through it, pray for you, um, and just be there for you. Marriage is tough. Tracy and I have a great marriage. We have a, we've always had a wonderful marriage, but things get thrown at you and sometimes it's hard. It's real hard. Um, but you just have to pray and keep going and continue to pray for those that, you know, are suffering as well. And I think just doing, doing for others and being there for others will help you out as well. Um, and just, you know, if you need to seek counseling, there are several marriage counselors out there, um, that we can point you to. Kurt Montooth. Yes. He's been on the show. I'm going to have him on again. But yeah, you said that. I think it's important who you go to, you know, it's important that we, we reach out for help number one like kim said you're not by yourself you're not alone there's a lot of people who want to help you now there's also a lot of people that want to help you and they'll steer you in the wrong direction make sure you're going to the right source and it lines up with with scripture you know god's god instituted marriage and, it, and so he's got our he's got our blueprint and um Again, so I, I mentioned Kurt. Someone, um, Kurt's a minister at, at Holly Hill Church of Christ, but also um, does marriage therapy. Um, there, there's, there's guys out there like that, ladies out there like that, who are Christian folks who their counseling will line up with biblical principles. And, and I hope you're attached to a uh, church, a local congregation that that can help i hope you have folks in your life like it where we're at at north point that are genuine and and you can be real with and let them know problems that are going on don't uh i guess a big thing and that's uh something from for me you know i'm i'm kind of person who if uh, issues going on i'd like to just forget about it and let's just move on um don't do <laughs> I'm that opposite. <laughs> you're opposite which is good <laughs> yeah that's that's good because we won't we'll get it worked out and but everybody should should get it worked out don't don't let something sit 
you know, we're not to let our uh, go go to bed angry, right? That's right. That's scriptural. And that's one thing I feel like we always <laughs> um, do. We always go to bed and tell each other we love each other. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, kiss each other goodnight. And I think it's just it means a lot to me. It it doesn't feel right when I'm away from home and I don't get to do that because yeah. it just it's something that we do. So, you know, if there's if there's issues, there's people that can help. Just just reach out. Don't uh, don't think it's just going to go away on its own. Or or and and be careful who you're going to advice for. Um, we have people that probably mean well, but if it's if it's advice that's not lining up with scripture, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna help matters any. So all right. <laughs> I guess we'll we'll stop there. Uh, maybe we'll have another talk here in the future. So uh, we we appreciate y'all listening and and love y'all. Love you. If you're out there and you're going through a fire, our prayer for you is that you have the attitude of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who said our God can deliver us from this fiery furnace. But even if He doesn't, we will still serve Him and Him only. Thank you for listening to Faith Through the Fire.